Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Got a super show planned for you guys tonight. Um, we at that time of year. Kids are graduating, getting ready to head to college, going in the military, do different things in their life. And I think this show was greatly needed. You know, the title of the show tonight is What Your Child Needs to Know Before They Get On Their Own. And I uh, hope it's going to be pretty uh, informative and also impactful, impactful for a lot of you parents, you know, current students and future uh, leaving out of the house. Even if your kid haven't decided what they uh, want to do, hopefully there'll be some good information on them, you know, because you don't want to be 25, 30, 35, still trying to figure it out. But I think overall it's going to be a great, uh, great show. Before we get started, first I want to say what's up to my awesome producers, DJ Lab and Slick 316. What's going on? What's going on, bro? Hey, man, I'm all right. I'm all right. Sorry, you know, we're a little late, man. I was ripping and running and everything. Actually, what I did, my sister is going. She gave me, I just met my sister. She gave me my, uh, my Father's Day gift. Oh, okay. She's going on a cruise and everything. So uh, I went and got my uh, Father's Day gift. Mm. And then uh, also, uh, I had bought her a gift, and I was just getting that too and stuff. So I just met her and my mom over off Cascade. So I just... Okay. Ripping to get back up, getting over here and everything. But uh, I'm here now, man. I'm super excited about the show and everything and stuff, man. Had a pretty good week? Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Uh, a little busy, but overall pretty good. You have a good Father's Day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Father's Day pretty cool, man. Yeah. Had a seafood fiesta. I want to say thanks <laughs> to my family. Yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> thanks to my family and everything for the Father's Day uh, uh, dinner, breakfast and dinner, and uh. Uh, got cologne, candy, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Yeah, I had a good one too. I got a lot of a lot of nice gifts, more clothes, mm-hmm. shoes. I was I was very happy. Well, I didn't go eat though. I was tired. Well, they 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 cook for me. I ain't feel like doing none of that. Yeah, feel like doing none of that. Uh, I was good. Nah, it was cool. You know. It, <laughs> And the older we get, we just more so just want to chill. That's yeah. like a, a don't mess with me day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't don't Leave bother. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't know if they're going to work, but you know. It's like, one more thing, Daddy, one more thing, yeah. and then I'm going to leave you alone. Hey, Dad, hey, Dad. <laughs> don't ask me nothing today. Damn, my name ain't Bruce. Right. You know, but overall it was cool, man. I'm glad you enjoyed yours, too. Yes. Uh, and hope all the fathers, you know, out there, y'all enjoyed your Father's Day and stuff. So, um, it's cool, man. You know, that's probably one of the greatest titles I think any man can have. And if you ever uh, neglected, you know, shame on you. But, you know, being a dad, being a father, being, you know, it's super important to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I enjoy it every day. And to get celebrated for doing it, man, you know, it means a lot. Yeah. And everything yeah. and stuff like that. So, it, it was pretty cool. You know, uh as we asked the previous week, we're still going through the pandemic. Still going through. You got stuff opening up and everything and stuff. Big shout out to my homeboy, Big Chris from Adamsville, my uh, proud member of BMU. He had his birthday party this past Saturday. Oh, okay. And we ain't do no social distancing out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. I was coming from Bama down there, man. We had a good time. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Adams Park. And, you know, again, we, we, we enjoyed the band, but yeah, uh, Big shout out my boy Big Chris and happy belated birthday and everything. We had a good time. That was Saturday. Mm-hmm. We, were, we was out there celebrating his birthday. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it's weird, man, because you know, you're hearing nationally numbers are spiking and everything like that, but in correlation to it, they're opening everything back up. So, so you're trying to figure out what are you doing? You're trying to set me up for a trap or what, you know. Trying to set me up to fail. Yeah, and it's just, you're just trying to, like, okay. And it's funny because. You know, I even have business meetings at certain places. Everybody goes 
you know, people are, are one way going, say, into a restaurant or a place or something like that, conservative, got a mask on, gloves on. And by the time the, the drinks or something come along, everybody got the hat off. They done. <laughs> another round. Another round. Yeah. Oh, uh, they shot out the window. Time, yeah. I took them uh, the worry away. Exactly, man. And that's very unique. <laughs> you know, but uh, just, just, you know, I think there's some unusual times, man, even like with just how the uh, economy is going and stuff like that. And uh, it's all over the place, man. That's why I say it's very important. I just talked to a friend of mine probably about uh, 30 minutes ago, too, man. It's very important, very important. The people are registered. You go out there and vote this election. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to get too much in my political views and stuff like that because I know, you know, I ain't no Trump supporter, but definitely I, I want people to just really just exercise that right mm-hmm. to, to vote because a lot of people lost a lot, you know, being uh, uh, money, lives, uh, all kind of other opportunities for you to have that right to vote. So it's not more you should vote. You are obligated to vote, especially a black person. I say just do it just in case. Yeah, yeah, just, just do. Yeah, just, just, just you know, <laughs> and I and I just really challenge everybody to make sure you there, you know, come November, just make sure you know we take care of business and stuff like that because whoo, hey, you know what, something else. I know, right? He's something else and everything. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. And uh, next, you know, the rides and stuff like that. People, people, people. I'm giving my personal opinion on this because I do think I need to say something uh, about this. I understand people being frustrated. I understand people, you know, having views about stuff like that. But understand one thing. They'll let you tell shit in your neighborhood. And you're not guaranteed that they're going to replace it or fix it. So the impact you think you're making, you may make it in terms of, you know, getting uh, uh, getting their attention or whatever. But, again, that doesn't mean something's going to come back. And if you look at that whole corridor from Metropolitan all the way down to uh, university, it's been barren for damn near 30 years. I mean, it was never really alive till you look at the old 90 strip club days with Club Nickers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that area is nothing but transitioning to maybe high-rises and complexes that we're not really inhabiting. Mm-hmm. So I say this to say that be very conscious about what you're doing. I understand you want to get that certain attention, but when you start tearing up your stuff, don't and I hear people all the time where insurance gonna pay for you don't know if insurance is gonna pay for this stuff. And understand this very carefully. The reason why a lot of businesses don't come into the black community is because they have those targets of high crime, theft, murder, rob, whatever, and the insurances won't cover won't cover or approve the bill there. And so you definitely approve uh, 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 them right when you burn the damn place down. So now you've taken out different things that, from a beautification standpoint in your neighborhood, but most importantly, you've impacted the community. So now the people that live in that community got to do what? Get back on model or travel to the other side of town to go to work, uh, commerce, and do all that kind of stuff where you can just sit here and look at, okay, let's build our own and stuff. I ain't saying no protest. I ain't saying don't be mad. But I am saying think. You got to think. You know, again, when you tap your own stuff, because one thing about it, I ain't seen nobody big and bad go out there trying to set, on, set John Creek on fire. Mm. Huh? <laughs> They'll let you burn your shit down all day and night. <laughs> ain't nobody going out for them. Roswell. Yeah. Hell, they ain't even want to be for highway. <laughs> go out there to little Singapore. Congrats. Huh? Little Singapore. Yeah. Shit. Run your ass right. And it'll let you tap your stuff. 
your stuff. And that's the thing about it. You got to be smarter than that when you're making these kind of moves and stuff like that. You know, and again, I ain't afraid to open my mouth and talk to anybody, but you got to be more methodical than burning and destroying your personal property. So I just want to challenge everybody that, you know, just think a little bit. I understand everybody hurt and I understand everybody frustrated, but I think I really had to cross out people. Just think. Just think before you do certain things. And, and I understand uh, the time is coming where you're going to get brought to the table and they're going to ask you what you want. And you're going to have to come to the table with more than I want justice. Because when they ask you what justice is, you can't you know, say, look, that's just some down set the flame. What is that? What is justice? And you need to be sitting here and say, well, I want you know, daycares. We want certain jobs. We want certain opportunities. Be able to articulate that. It's just throwing out any kind of word. And I think we need, if we spend more time thinking about what we need to be doing and what we ought to be having, what we don't have, as opposed to just Miling off and burning up and walking around with AKs and stuff up and down university. Hey, man, come on now. You justify a lot of stuff in your mind. You policing your neighborhood. But again, we just, it's all over the video, all over the, the internet. Oh, boy, little kids slapping the taste out of the lady on, on water. Mm. Mm. We, don't, we don't condone it. We condemn it. Mm-hmm. But we damn sure don't check it. Right. So I'm just saying, we just need to just... We play some of this, uh, 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 this energy. Because, you know, again, it's not to get off, you know, holding police accountable. I ain't saying that by far. But we got to have some different strategies. Start burning up our damn stuff. I mean, damn, because once it's all over, you walk around like you're in damn Beirut. You know, just trying to, you know, have a, have somewhere for your kids to play or do whatever. I mean, you walking out your door, everything, crumb it up. And like I said again, that whole corridor, that area, has been barren so long, and it's been like that for a reason. So when you get opportunities to have certain things in your neighborhood, you gotta be smart enough to know how to keep it. Cause it's not an issue of hey, we can build back. Again, like I said, it's a reason why those insurance places, even though those places are, I can't even say they're gonna get rebuilt. They may be refunded, you know, the the owner may be compensated for it. But I damn sure don't think it's gonna be a while for something else get an opportunity to get built over there. Just and you and you hurting yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's the thing about that whole area, man. I'm just thinking back from the nineties when they got rid of all those strip clubs and stuff over there. And I'm not trying to say uh they were a bad thing, but it was a commerce. Right. And you got rid of them and you didn't have any kind of plan. Or the plan you thought you had didn't work. Right. And so you're talking about like I said, from Metropolitan, from, from Cleveland Avenue, probably all the way down to uh Yeah, but Walmart, Walmart on on, uh, on Cleveland. Yeah. But you know, I'm just saying in terms oh, of just yeah. yeah. But it, it's still not a vibe, you know, in terms of that how busy that corridor is. So again, I just want to challenge everybody to think. Uh, lastly, I want to just tell everybody tomorrow, my son, uh, Chet and Deontay Burton Jr. We got uh, uh, most known and loved as uh, PJ. He's having his virtual graduation at Jones Brown High School. That's right. Uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. and uh, Sunday we having a little drive-through, mm-hmm. drop-off and everything and stuff. So um, I'll be putting on social media. I don't know PJ's cash app or none of that stuff and anything like that. <laughs> but uh, I want to give a big shout out to PJ, man. I'm super proud of him. again. PJ got a a military scholarship. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to do bigger uh, uh, and better things and stuff in life. But I'm super excited for my guy. Just want to give him another big shout out. But yeah, they're having a virtual graduation. Where they're gonna have like a 20 second pull up. They're gonna it's gonna series gonna say Chutney Deontay Burden Jr. and it's gonna flash his picture uh-huh. and go out. So we're gonna look. We're probably gonna be sitting in my living room. Yay! <laughs> He's not a happy camper. He's not. He won't yeah, they didn't even pick. And, and I'm going to say this through Syria. They didn't say Junior. Mm-hmm. So that's another little thing where they, he's a little pissed off. They he didn't say. He want to get that suit. want to get that tassel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he, he in the front with it. But I just tell like I told him. Yeah. But like I told him, I said, you know, daddy's super proud of you. Super proud of what you accomplished. And I'm super proud of all the hard work I did to help you get there. <laughs> <laughs> you know I told his ass that. Right. I know you did. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm proud of me for helping you. Yeah, that's how that went, man. Super proud of PJ. But again, we're at Change Lives, uh, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show, we're talking about the things your child need to know before they get on our own. own. Um, Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Also, we're on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the Facebook page. We got a lot. The following is growing and growing and growing each month. I'm hitting the benchmarks that I've been setting for myself. Uh, Big shout out to Sleek 316 Helping me grow All my Facebook pages Greatly appreciated And most important Thank you guys For just you know You know listen to the short guy <laughs> Getting good information Growing and stuff And everything And you know, I'll talk about Some of the other channels And stuff like, a little later In the show But I just want to Stand on you know A big Thank you to you guys Because you know Change Live We talk a lot about Personal development Motivation And you know Just you know Empowerment of yourself And um, when I started This out you know Over a year and a half Almost two years ago I didn't really know exactly the impact I was going to have, but, you know, while well, I was at the uh, cookout this weekend, you know, hey, man, I like your videos, man. Uh-huh. You're inspirational. <laughs> well, you had the gangsters. Right. The gangsters <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, you're inspirational, boy. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. <laughs> what the gangsters say? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> When the gangsters say you that, okay? Yeah, yeah, man. That's what's up, Pooh. That's what's up, Pooh. I said, all right, man. Appreciate that. But hey, <laughs> we're getting in uh, tonight's though, uh, uh, show. You know, things your kids need to, uh, things your child needs to know before they get on their own. Start thinking about, you know, just different things with, with you know, with personal from a personal perspective with me, with my, well, first myself. And I thought about when I graduated high school. Uh, and I'm just going to kind of take a little story between me and my children in, in terms of that, what I've experienced, me uh, going into the military and also have one kid that's graduated from college and then got one finna get ready to head on to that next phase. And I thought about personally, like, what I feel like I was prepared for, what I felt like, mm-hmm. and then the reality of it. And I, and I think overall, me going to my, my grandfather was a pretty much old school uh Old school man's man. Right. So I I, I was pretty prepared for for, for life when I, when I got out. I actually cooked, do all this kind of stuff. Pretty self-sufficient. I worked since like ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Worked everywhere on Bankhead, you know, up and down. And I did uh, the pick job. So I was kind of prepared for working uh, with everything. I, I, uh, I was in the financial service and magnet program in high school. Right. So I was kind of... I was good with, you know, balance my checkbooks and all that kind of stuff. But what I didn't know was credit. Right. And I know I, that first car I got was like a horrible, horrible deal. Mm. I'm talking about some, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> God it happened to when I was a kid. The, 
was it were you as the military or before you went? No, military, oh. military, military, and just everything in the military. Oh, they get everything, and then you just you, you don't you don't know, and unfortunately, even your mentors then they don't damn know either. So it was just that I wasn't prepped for that, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, but overall, just kind of the life stuff and everything. To find, I, I think if I hadn't been in that magnet program, I'd probably been a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. But because I'd already been dealing with financial services, worked, did a little intern in the bank before I graduated, that helped me out a lot. Right. Fast forward to my older son when he went to college. I tried to, well, you look back at what you kind of was lacking at, uh, you try to push that stuff on him. The hardest thing I think what I had looked at with my son, I'm just, you know, again, we're talking about things your child need to know upon graduating. I looked at it with my older son. I was in a different mode of life. Right. This was Deontay trying to start business and everything, trying to get, you know, you want your kid to go to college. I didn't have that much money. Business is starting. So I was just 150% the scholarship. Right. And so I'm pretty much just preparing him to go to college, play football, get the scholarship and everything. And I don't think I did the best. Well, I'm saying I think I know I didn't do the best job to my standard to prepare him for uh, the world. Okay. He didn't go to college and make a lot of mistakes, but I had a whole lot of what the hell are you thinking, boy? Moments <laughs> where <laughs> right. I probably didn't prep him as most. You know, we're doing, you know, uh, decision making. Right. You know, that being with people, women, uh, just some things. You know, he, he you know, getting the, you know, he wasn't a, he not a bad kid, he was a great young man, but I just, I, I think I missed out a lot on that. Yeah, well, okay. I just didn't drop that on because I was trying so focused on that. Um, fast forward now to my my son PJ is graduating. He's a uh, I feel like he, I feel like PJ prepared. Thank I got you. some things I got to tighten up with him, you know, more financial stuff like that, as opposed to doing that. But I think he's prepared. Think, you know, I right? think he's well rounded and kind of <clears throat> watching you and your older son kind of yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and I just seeing them kind of mistakes, you know, especially with with, with the brother. Now my kids are pretty close. With doing that and everything like that, but you know, as parents, a lot of times, if you're especially you're an involved parent, you know, we've got different levels of parents, but if you're an involved parent, you're very conscious of that because you know that's one of the scariest things that, in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, your child can leave, leave. Mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, people can talk all they want, but that's when you're trying. You see that time closing down. What have I taught this boy? Have right. I covered enough to make sure? And everything because when they get out on their own, now they're adults. And a, a, a good example, what I thought about was uh, like the NFL draft. Uh-huh. And everybody remember the the big the, the big kid and uh, young white young yeah. white girl was sitting in his lap. She was caressing his head. Oh, okay, yeah, And yeah, mama yeah. snatched him. Right. And in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, number one, the girl that comes for doing so she been doing it. Right. Well, mama finna find out when that money come. Uh huh. That girl gonna call the shots. Mm. Cause my mother can't do what that girl be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know yeah. that thing is undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> One million and oh. <laughs> mama can't compete with that. Uh-uh. I I hear you, mama. What? I hear you, mama. <laughs> but whatever she doing, mama, she, I still be the fool. So, and I just think that that's a, a thing that parents, we have to prepare ourselves for. And that's why I wanted the essence in kind of with this show to kind of, you know, help parents, you know, help their kids kind of, you know, get ready for that uh, transition. But also, you know, help you enlighten, you know, your kids. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to be kind of focusing on. 
So I think it'll be a great show again. We're talking about tonight, thing your child uh, needs to know before they get on their own. And it could be, like I said, not necessarily going to college, military, or just, you know, getting ready to just step out there, you know, leaving the nest, get out there, going to work. Basic things that uh, a young person needs to know. Yeah. We're getting on their own and stuff like that. Will we cover everything? Absolutely not. Will we get a, uh, a lot of stuff? You know, you know that too because it's Deontay Burton dropping it on you. <laughs> but, and if you have, and with that said, if you have anything to add to the chat, uh, please do that. You know, with any one of the forums, you know, stream live on, on um, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So, I want you guys to be as uh, interactive as possible. So, if you have suggestions or things we can uh, add to it, no, please let us, you know, let us know and everything because I do really want to help because especially this year, yeah, everything says totally off. So the way we move is going to be a lot differently. Yeah. Excuse me because, again, you got kids getting ready to go to college, but you ain't really damn know where you're going to go to college. When, when you go or if they're going to have college. Right, right. So it's, it's, a, it's a funky spot. It's going to be virtual college. Yeah, yeah, it's funky. <laughs> You know, the schools are still letting kids, they're still formalizing how they're going to even uh, have classes. So, again, you know, we just, I think they just dropped, that sounds like a couple weeks ago, that they were actually going to have the virtual graduation. Mm-hmm. So, everybody's moving differently. Everything's new. So, the, before we even start going up, I just want, you know, people to understand that one key word you guys got to just keep in your mind, and that's, you know, flexibility. Because the way you did it and the way you've been doing, the way things are done, is out the window. Yeah. It's out the window. You can't look at that. Well, I did what you have to be flexible. You're going to get shit at the last minute. You're going to get some stuff you really didn't expect. You're get stuff you weren't prepared for. So I just want to, you know, lay that on parents and the kids before we get started. you got to be flexible. you got to be flexible and stuff because people are just acting like, you know, I was listening to the, 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 the NBA and WNBA, the guys like, we're only getting this much notice. Like, everybody's planning on you know? right. shooting for the hip moving. <laughs> you just got to, you're not going to get stuff in, like you know, like that and everything. You know, people are just, schools, you know, complaining about the school systems that aren't doing certain things. Right. Like, they, they, they make it on the fly. But, yeah. You're, you're not going to, those plans, four or five months, year out, all that stuff got borrowed up and thrown out the window. Yeah. You're so getting. Now you got to change. It. Exactly. Adapt. Exactly. And it won't be uncommon for a plan to get changed a couple of days prior to, depending on what information comes out. Mm. So please, please, please keep that word in mind, flexibility. Again, this is Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all of our, we got, we got over 200 videos. Descriptions going up and everything. Also go to the uh, Facebook page and subscribe to it. Um, I was just telling the lab earlier today, I'm going to be very, very aggressive starting next month. Mm. Bringing more Changing Lives gear. Right. You know, and everything we're doing. It. Got some new designs coming in. Courses coming out. I know you guys heard me say this for a while and stuff like that. But, I, but you know, again, you know, uh, me and pre, me and pre-pandemic me and now are still kind of, well, we're starting to, Married together now, so I've just been doing a lot of adjusting, but I still got some stuff coming out. I'm be dropping a lot of stuff next month uh, on you guys with that. But also make sure you go to Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing in business. Uh, make sure you go to the YouTube channel also, Mr. Short Dollar, uh, both on YouTube and Facebook. A lot of great information, a lot of good stuff 
uh, on both YouTube channels. You know, a lot of good information, guys. And, I, and, and again, I'm giving this guy to you guys for free, so please take advantage of it. And I'm still offering those free business advice links. Mm. Uh, I've had several appointments this week. Oh, okay. That did not call. Oh. <laughs> again, we're talking about 20 years in the game, people. Uh. I got the BBAs, the MBAs. I got all the alphabets. <laughs> all this experience I give you guys free of charge, three days a week. So please, when you go to, you can look at put all the, all the videos, or you can go to my business, which is Majestic Business Services. Visit on the web at www.majesticbiz.com. Don't worry, I'll repeat it again for the end of the show. You look at the uh, booking appointment and scheduling link. Uh, pick the link to get a free uh, business advice, and I'm giving a free 10 minute sessions. Anything more than 10 minutes, you need to pay for. Right. But um, if you just got a simple question, just ask it. Take advantage of it. Give it to you guys for free. That was my gift to everybody when the pandemic started. You know, I'll be able to share my knowledge for you, uh, everyone, on a free basis. But um, if you want something extensive, how to get all this started created, you got to pay for it. But I discount it for you. But please, please, please remember that's there. Take advantage of it, okay? And again, don't worry, I'll give it the information out again before the end of the show. Now, we're starting everything out. I ain't having a drink. I ain't had one drink yet, guys. <laughs> <sighs> Slow down for a minute. I'll show you how to get the money to get started. All right, cool. It's my turn in, L. 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 Jeffrey. I know I'm messing the name up. I appreciate giving that shout out on that. Um, with tonight's show, we we're talking about what the kid needs to be, where you know, what they need to know before they get on their own. First thing I'm going to talk about, what you need to make sure you're prepping your kids for, and I'm as early as possible. Okay. Is basic banking. Basic banking. Oh, and I'm going to give you five things, four things that we're going to go over. But the first one is basic banking. And what I mean by basic banking, your child needs to have an idea of just the different kind of accounts, yeah. checking and saving, uh, credit cards, and everything. And here's the deal, parents. And as, as a youth football coach and somebody dealing with athletics my whole life, I'm going to say this to you. You can't coach what you don't know. So, I say this to say, there's nothing wrong with not knowing. We all, you know, have different levels of expertise of what we don't know. But don't not know something and use that as an excuse. Get informed. Get informed. It's far too often parents, they use that and say, okay, well, I don't know, and just skip over it. And it's like that big red elephant in the room. Like, you're just going to like, hell, like you, you, go yeah, it ain't going to go away. <laughs> and so when you sit there and send that child out on their own, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I can't believe they messed this money up. Did you teach them? Right. Did you prep them? <laughs> How many times we heard that from, from parents? Right. You know, they, they don't pay the bills and do this, this. You didn't prep them. Yeah. I'm not trying to make an excuse for them, but did you prepare your child? I'm talking about not and prepare don't mean you cuss them and tell them pay them damn folks or call that damn man or do that. Tell them exactly the system. And if you don't know, which most people don't, stop. Take some time to get informed. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's one. That's one of the biggest things. We, you know, we talk about personal finances. Parents don't like to be transparent with their children. In terms of their mistakes, where they like to say, okay, we're doing that. You see that new car I got bought? See that, that house we got? I work hard for this, that, and that. Right. But they never want to tell the kids, man, I don't know that stuff. Let's, let, let's figure it out. Together. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you know, let's see what's going on. And I think that's you know what hurts a lot of folks in terms of just not trying to have an open lines of communication with knowing that. So basic, first thing we know is just talk about basic banking. Let them know about the different kind of accounts. Uh, 
Know the purpose of each. What do you need a saving account for? What do you need a checking account for? What is that, you know, explain the rates. You know, with a saving account, how is that going? It's done, you know, and uh, the benefits of having each one. You know, just talking, you know, looking, going online, how they do, look for the information, what be beneficial to you. Because sometimes you don't need certain accounts. Sometimes you do. Depending on what it is, that's when you need to kind of figure that out. Um, this is a very important one, knowing how to reconcile an account. I'm an accountant by profession. Everyone knows that. And, and I think everybody laughs at me because I always have all these checkbooks and stuff like that and check registers in my old school. I want to explain something to people so people understand this very carefully. The worst thing you can do is try to balance your checkbook if you don't download it offline. Listen to me very carefully. Banks make mistakes. I have seen over $100,000 drafted from a business account. I've seen half a million dollars. Numbers transposed, when we're talking about, you know, something might be 300000 and then maybe typed over nine or six or whatever. Corrections and stuff like that, you know. People remember, we're talking about stuff getting lockbox and fast key typing in. People put the wrong number in, and sometimes folks can put a 27, 27,000, they put in 28. It happens all the time, and you're downloading it, and you just like, okay, that's what's in my account. They make mistakes, so you need to make sure you're keeping a personal log of what you do, just like you check every receipt when you leave the store, they didn't overcharge you. You want to make sure the bank did too. So make sure you reconcile those accounts. And what I mean by reconcile is you're looking at what you have in your records that what you did in your accounts is in relation to what the bank has on a statement at the end of the month. That's another thing, too. I'm going to be going over a lot of this information like this on Mr. Short Dollar. So make sure you go to Mr. Short Dollar where we talk about personal finance, business, and investing. Uh, subscribe to that channel. I'm going to have some videos set up on how to set up a check register and, and balance your accounts on a monthly basis to reconcile. So that'll be coming out of pack. So make sure you go to that YouTube channel and subscribe to it. But it's very, very important. The last thing is, too, and it goes right with a couple of other points, know your banker. You have to know who your banker is. You, want to, you don't want to meet your banker the moment you need money. So kind of make it a common practice. You and your child going at the same time. Walk up in Bank of America, walk up in, you know, Chase or their credit union. Hey, uh, Mr. Charlie, this is my son, Lil Charlie. And, you know, we, we, we will be looking. thing about that, it's a little bit harder to do nowadays because banks are not as personal as they used to be in the back in the day. And mm -hmm. we all don't go to the same branch. We might go here to pick up, get way out the ATM, then go here. Now they got ATMs everywhere. So going to the bank and meeting your bank is a little bit hard. I know what you're saying. I get mm -hmm. what you're saying. But I think in today's micro you know, microsystem is not as easy as it might have been prior. No, that's a good point you just said. But for that point, you need to pick one of them damn branches to go to. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that need to be because that's a great point Lab just said because you accessibility is infinite now. Mm -hmm. You got tons of ATM machines. You got tons of branches everywhere. But again, you know, every, I mean, here's the deal. We know which branch nasty. We know which one got the, the mean teller. Right. We know which ones, you know, they, you know, and everything smell funny. We know, we know that, right? So with that said, you do the same kind of thinking when you say, okay, cool, let me go in here. The brother over there, you know, that one, they pretty sharp. Mm -hmm. Or hey, the young lady over there, she, she really took a lot of time asking those questions. You have to be proactive with that. That's, I mean, that's a great point, Lab, and everything. Now, with that said, that's why, because when you're talking to them, understand banks make their money on fees and uh, interest payments. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, that's why you want to sit here and know what, this is where I'm at, this is where I want to be. 
for me to get where I want to be, what do I need to do? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be beneficial to both of you guys. Right. If you meet with a person that doesn't want to talk to you or give you information, you kind of got your answer right in and there. I don't need to go deal with this person. I don't need to deal with this bank or I need to go to another branch. Right. But you need to have some kind of relationship with your bank. It is very, very, very impactful when you can sit there and be able to call your banker and say, I need to get fun, uh, funded for this. Mm-hmm. And you got to go through all the initial red tape and white paper that a lot of folks had to go through. Right. And that's why I think a lot of times, you know, we did a show, you know, you guys can reference back to show we did about, uh, what's it, a year ago? Why do we need black-owned banks? Yeah, that's right. one of the things, yeah. you know, check that out. Go back, into, yeah, go back into the archives of uh, Changing Lives. Why do, uh, do we need black-owned banks? And that's one of the things I, uh, I try to highlight. It's great to have black-owned banks, but the problem of it is it's not that we need black-owned banks. We just need to know how to bank. And just knowing how to leverage our relationships and meet with people and say, hey, who, this is why I'm, this is what I need. Because at the end of the day, I don't care if a bank is black, blue, green, yellow, or white. If you're not, if the people that are members of the bank and they have loans, they're not paying the loans, they're going to close. Right. That's, that's it. That's why banks close because people are not paying the loans. They, they foreclose or things have happened and they can't stay open. So at the end of the day, if, if, if people don't know how to bank and do that, because again, to, to the point Lab said, which is a great point, we have so much accessibility. Is this maybe some secret code that they can tell that you're black or white? I don't damn know. But I am saying is that it's a whole lot easier now to get approval for loans than it was 40, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Where you can just do some data entry stuff, plug in numbers here and there, and find out immediately. Now, you know if the stuff you plug in is going to come back with eh, 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 or not. <laughs> You already, you press a scene like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. But for, the, but for the most part, overall, you, you, you got that quick access to money to be able to do that. And also, what they said, you got quick access to find out exactly what you guys need for me to get the funding that you keep turning me down for. So, again, that, that last point with making sure that you know, you, you, you know, you know your lender. And that's a good point, I think, for all parents and children to have. And like I said, that first one was... Um, uh, Non-basic banking. The second, bouncing off that is, non-basic credit. Okay? A lot in this world revolves around credit. You know, we see it. Fix your credit. Get the credit. You know, get this score. Get that score. And, and here's the deal. I want to drop some down on everybody. It's a lot of y'all got seven, 800 credit scores and still can't get a damn thing. You done paid that man all that money to get your credit score up. You walk up in that bank, your chest held up high. Yeah. I want to get this car. Well, we can't do that. Your debt utilization is too high. Mm. Why? Who? Why'd you pay me? No, no, no. I paid this man five hundred. I know my score. Well, we're not debating your score. We're looking at the debt utilization. The money you're making in to pay this, you can't do it. Right. Are you sitting there, my who? And now you got this whole reject paper walking out. You cussing that person. You don't went to the seminar. You don't pay the credit fixer. And they did what they said they were going to do, get your score up. But you still can't get that car. You right. still can't do it. And that's why I said we go back to at the end of the day, you, it's, it's just like anything in your life. You cannot avoid the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. You have to know what's going on. And that's why I said knowing basic credit. What I mean by that is just understanding the score. Everybody get what score is higher, but understand the different factors that go along with that score in terms of, you know, the payment history, the type of uh, loans you have, uh, utilization. When we start talking about the available credit that you have, how much is that that you're using? You know, the barometer most most uh, lenders 
want you to be in that 30% range. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you're going to get, you know, that may vary from place to place. Um, what I mean by place to place in terms of you're getting furniture, a car, a house, you know, they may put different weights on different things. But just knowing that basic information, mm-hmm. we're doing it and equipping yourself and your child to make sure they understand that. So when the time comes, they want to purchase that car or, you know, especially when you're younger, you get a lot. That's when a lot of people make a lot of those financial mistakes. Accessibility to those credit cards and doing those kind of things, knowing the weight of each one. Uh, know the credit bureaus, you know, being Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, understand, you know, what information they have, understanding that they all may have similar, but they also may have some different information, different ways that they weight those scores and understand that. And uh, I think most importantly, going back to what I was just talking about, know your banker, knowing what the lender wants. Right. That's why we go back to, you know, knowing your banker. What you think they need to know, like I said again, you done got your credit score up, and what they want to see, two whole different things. <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do with the credit score, really. Got nothing to do with the credit score. Mm. Got nothing to do with that credit score. <laughs> That's one thing about it. You know it's always funny, man? I see a lot of these folks already pushing. Boost your credit score, boost your credit score. And, you know, if you got this credit score, you can get this, you can get that. Why the hell you ain't got it? Right. You you tell the folks to get that score up and they can get this and get that. You ain't got a damn thing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you telling me this is this is what you do to get that? Yeah. Where yours at? Where, you, where yours? Huh? Uh, why we at your apartment? How you gonna tell them how to get money? You ain't got no money. Why we at your apartment? Yeah. Come on now. Your car chitter chitter bang banging. Huh? You got all these posts on Facebook with the cars and the house. Man, I'm gonna be in some cold suits. The sister looking lavish. Man, I told you that time them folks came to my office that time. That damn Ben's just cutting off in the park. I'm like, shit. I'm like, y'all gotta go now. I can Uber y'all out. Yeah. They came out like it was just a power couple. Right, right. Off jet or ebony, you know what I'm saying? My people, my people, bro. <laughs> but that's just so important when we talk about knowing basic credit, knowing what the lenders want, knowing what you know affects your credit, the different types of credit and everything, and just doing it. And again, parents, just understand, it's nothing wrong with not knowing. It's something absolutely damn wrong with not trying to know. Mm. Equip yourself with the information. Do not have a conversation with your child well, you're fussing at them, and you didn't ever teach them. Right. And kids, even, I mean, you're young now, but you're going to be young forever. I hear too many brothers and sisters, or people in general, well, my parents didn't teach me this. My they didn't damn know. <laughs> they didn't damn know. Right. Hell, we're three, we're three generations out of slavery. <laughs> True. How the hell are we supposed to know all this? Right. Huh? It's a it's a testament to us that we're making the moves that we're making, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Three generations ago, we couldn't even damn read. Damn yeah. My God, and you're talking about we got CEOs for making this money. Come on now, mm-hmm. you can't get mad for what they didn't know. But put the challenge on yourself mm-hmm. to equip yourself with information. Because that's the thing about it: when you start finding what you really got to do, it's not gonna happen as fast as you just paying somebody. Mm-hmm. Come on now. If everything would easy to get fixed, we all do. We all have it. Our damn so have it. We all have it in everything, and I think that's where a lot of folks don't want to put their owners back on themselves mm-hmm. to, to 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 have to go through that. 
So parents, just make sure that, you know, that's one thing. Again, we're talking about things your kids need to know before they get on their own. If we just talk about basic banking and then, then after that, basic credit. Please equip yourself with that information. Credit is the credit. I, I get the score part, but just knowing the credit part. Because when I was in school, unfortunately, I had a grandma who did reconcile her bank accounts and all that stuff and did. But their problem was, my grandma's problem was they paid everything with cash. They didn't have no credit. They had the mortgage on the house. But other than that, they didn't have no credit cards or anything. Wait. They wanted to store in cash, so they couldn't explain to me about credit because they didn't have any. Well, more than likely, the reason why they did everything in cash because they were probably descendants of that Great Depression. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, those people, those are, you, you're talking about everybody had cash. My great-grandfather was the same way. My, uh, me and my uncle had a good discussion a couple of months ago. He's just like, man, my daddy, you know, we're talking about my, my great-granddaddy, you know, from the Depression there, they kept all the money in their mattresses and mm -hmm. stuff because everyone had lost everything right. with the Great Depression. Well, even sometimes, I don't forget what year that was, the Freeman Bank crash. You know, you get people from that era they had lost everything and put trust in banks. They didn't have to trust in banks. They just kept the money themselves, so everything was done on cash. And also, to that point, the accessibility credit. Mm -hmm. So we go back to people, especially probably people in their 70s yeah. right now, and maybe even some maybe mid-60s, had redlining and all that kind of stuff. They just didn't have accessibility mm -hmm. to do that. Thirteen, fourteen, they was already in their sixties and seventies. You get what I'm saying? They Absolutely. Older, so um, they just didn't deal with credit. They didn't. I never. They never talked to me about it. Like they, it was wrong for business, but they just never dealt with credit. It's always cash. She all now. She did a bank like she pay her bills with the bank, but other than that, she didn't put a whole bunch of money. She put enough money in there to do the bills and reconcile that checking account, and the rest. My grandmother, my grandfather insisted. It had to be cash. Cash, yep. He insisted that. He was like, I don't care, low what you do. You pay them bills, but everything else come back to me. <laughs> and like I said, man, you know, a lot of that was just that era. And hey, you look at it now, me being, you know, my undergrad is in finance, so I'm, I'm a, a, a extremely versed in leveraging out, understanding that I use credit to actually triple, quadruple my actual spending power and everything, and understand that I can just pay I don't look at, you know, the interest I got to pay on something. I just be able to increase my cash flows. Mm -hmm. but so I think a little differently, and I don't expect people to look at things the way I do. But just those basic things of doing it, how to read it, how to make sure that you're taking advantage of things, and also, most importantly, you're not getting taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. You know, and that goes into our next point is making sure your child understands basic loan practices. Okay. Here's the deal right now. And I think this is what, you know, uh, Especially in the times we are right now. When you had the whole pandemic stopping and everything, people's in a funk, like, okay, well, let me call my mortgage company. And they didn't even know to call the mortgage company. They can get forbearances and stuff. You got people looking at it like, well, you might got to pay them back later on. Well, I crossed that bridge when I get there. I ain't got no damn money coming in. Mm -hmm. So I need to fix that. Not knowing really loan practices and exactly what they got. Instead of just looking at it, I borrow money and I make payments on it, and it's the rate. But I understand having a, a, a little bit more in depth, not to the extent you're a financial person, but understanding the different products and packages you have and what you can and can't do with it. And I think a lot of people still didn't take advantage of it. I was talking to a lot of my clients from a business perspective when, the, when a lot of the disaster loans and stuff came out, and I heard people say so much, well, I'm good, I don't need it. Well, you're good in March, but we don't know what the hell you're going to be in June. 
and you could I, I said it then. Now everybody want to get these loans, and the money almost gone. Application mm-hmm. PPP stops June thirtieth, mm-hmm. so now everybody's scrambling. You're really in a portal. So, and that was the thing about it. It's best to have, remember, Sergeant Jones, big shout out, John O'Jay doing right now, Bamboo Germany, lay that dope on me. It's best to have and not need, that need and not have. <laughs> I would always wonder why the hell this man had us taking 20 damn tents out there. If we never ate us. <laughs> yeah, he said, he said, boy, shit gonna be broke. We had all, all kind of extra poles. He's always said, best to have and not need, need not have. And that has been one of the most important <laughs> things that carried me in my life and everything. Take advantage of it, you know, uh, uh, you know, just with knowing that. So, again, we're talking about the third one is knowing basic loan practices. And we're going with that is understanding the different types of loans. We look at, you know, just three, what I'm just going to kind of just talk about with being your revolving credit, well, most of your credit cards, well, you know, the actual, the rate that you got for it, but it's based on a different uh, uh Amount for maybe on a daily basis, well, how that's going around being a um, being a credit card that's revolving debt, installment debt was set on like a term. With most of your you know signature loans, where you're paying a hundred dollars a month for a particular thing, a lot of times this goes with uh, uh, I'm trying to think of just a fixed loan and if your car note, like your car note, you know you're going to pay the same amount for your car note for X amount of years. That's a perfect example of an installment loan. It's set for a certain time, set at a certain rate. And so that's what, you know, an installment debt. And then the other one being a mortgage loan, um, you know, where that's spread over a certain amount of time with it. Now, of course, you got business loans, other kind of loans in between. They, you know, may be a little bit more complex and things that people may use in businesses and everything. But those typically the basic three loans that most consumers use, that being the revolving debt, installment debt, and mortgage loans. And understanding the difference of each and understanding the pros and cons, you know, of each and also a big thing is how they impact your credit how you can have a credit card in your name and that's good you got a credit card in your name but understanding that installment loan has more leverage or impact on your credit in a positive way if you're doing paying it on time just like you get is more leverage given to if you have a mortgage uh, on your credit report if you're paying everything on time and also but just understanding how each one imp- impacts it and how each one can like some uh can Especially with a credit card, if you have so much credit card debt on there, it can never negatively uh, impact it. Mm-hmm. So just having that kind of knowledge and knowing that, uh, and how to get access to each one of them, goes back again to what I said before. Know your banker. Know your banker. Again, um, if you know, and, and some things you going you won't necessarily need, but I, you have to. It's so much easier. And I and I talk to people all the time. As a friend or a family, you can sit there and share to people, hey, why don't you do this and why don't you do that? This is how you get your house. And what I'm going to drop this on everybody. When people are talking to you, people give you information they want to give you. They ain't going to tell you they got when they got that car that they may have had a repo a couple years ago. They had some stuff on their credit, and the folks at the bank worked on them. Worked with them, I'm sorry. And you're going to get a story, not necessarily the story. story right? And when... People when they don't share that with you, you go on the path of the advice they gave you, which still can be good advice, but a good advice for who? Them. And it may not be the best advice for you. So I always tell people as a way of cautious, you go talk to the banker. Let them run your credit. Say, this is me. This is where I want to be. What do I need to do to get this from you? And 
three different people can get three different paths that they need to go on to get to that point. And you have to make sure you put yourself in a situation because you can spend a year and a half, again, going to that person with the damn shiny suit, paying them that money to clear your credit, and then when you go to do it, your utilization too high. It happens all the time, people. <laughs> all the time. All the time. You're paying out more than you make. Exactly. Yeah. I get we get so many clients needing tax returns done because people credit straight, but they didn't file their tax to do this. And there's other things that didn't happen in terms of just having those financial statements, you might be self employed. There's some people like, duh, why didn't you do it? But people just don't know. Mm-hmm. But before you start going in that circles of trying to do all this kind of stuff, Go talk to the people you don't get the money from first. Because right. the worst thing you can have happen, you and your wife go looking at that house. And she love it. And what women love? The bathroom, the kitchen, and the bathroom. And the closet. Yeah. <laughs> and she get on that tub. She spin around. <laughs> I just can't wait to take a bath in here. With you. And you like, yeah, with you. <laughs> and you know you got the money. Okay, cool. I got your baby back. <laughs> you call the lender. You call the lender. And that house two hundred thousand. They say you pre approved for one fifty. Oh no, no, no. Right. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you gotta tell this this woman. They just did that whole ballet tour. And tell you all kind of nice stuff on the way home. Mm. What <laughs> you gonna do? You can't do it. Cause when you get home, you know she's gonna do it in that little tour. Right. Right. <laughs> oh hell no. Oh hell no. Hell, hell no. Uh, now in the shower. Nah. nah. <laughs> I want that garden tub. I want to walk around. I want the jacuzzi jets on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you saying last week? Well, they got bitches on the mat. <laughs> yeah, I want to sit on the bench in the tub. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> y'all had Chef Walmart sitting in the tub. <laughs> About a close, you gonna get, buddy. Right. <laughs> so just again, make it a, a common practice to just talk to the people that you want to get the money from first. That's a free tidbit from Deontay Burden. Stop. You know, you talk to people and get advice, but understand everyone has uh, different paths that to go on to. Mm-hmm. So you you need to have a conversation with people. I would say first before going into it because someone else having an easy way of doing it and you doing it be totally different. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it still got to go to the underwriters. And the underwriter might have been tired when your, your your sister went and just checked everything off approved. Right. But they looking line by line with yours. Because they ain't got trouble for your sisters. <laughs> I know. What y'all are here? Well, my friend got this yeah. one. That was them. Damn, right. That ain't you. <laughs> and just because they got it don't mean you got to get it. Right. That's why I'm looking at you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I ain't getting cussed out for, for your and I ain't getting cussed out again. And I think that's. One of, you know, one of the biggest thing I tell you guys, make sure you try to talk to them. Now, the fourth one. Again, we're talking about things your child need to know before they go on their own. The first thing was basic banking. Second was basic credit. The third was the different kind of loan practices. And the fourth one is, and I think this is the most important of all, decision making. Guys, I can't stress to you enough because, again, you hear all the time, parents get in there, you know, that ain't my child. That ain't my child. And I'm telling you, I love all four of my boys. I ain't put a damn thing past them. <laughs> Say not one thing. Uh. We 
personally, I wouldn't. I would say, okay, I wouldn't expect them. Like, nah, that don't sound right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, unless you're in the movie, I don't think nobody really raised a criminal. Right. And I think that, um, but but again, they're an independent person. They're an independent mind, mm-hmm. and they're gonna do things and get put in a situation where they gotta make decisions. And I think you have to make sure that you putting something in them to just understand how to make proper decisions. And with that said. Depending on how you've led your life and what example you said, you might have just, you know, instilled some stuff in how to just how to do dumb stuff after dumb stuff after dumb stuff. Right. And that's a that's a subjective word, so I don't want to use dumb, but um, not, not yeah, not smart and not wise decisions. So I don't want to call it dumb. Yeah, yeah. Not wise decisions. Yeah. Friend always tells her child to make wise decisions. So I, I don't want to be using those those subjective words or anything. <laughs> but, you know, to that point, I just think a lot of times people just don't spend a lot of time with it. And um, the first thing, so if you have it, let's, let's, let, let's go into it. If you may have issues with yourself, because we talked about the show two weeks ago about making the uh, uh, rational decisions instead of emotional decisions. If you do have a challenge, in, a challenge more so on how to teach your child on how to make those kind of decisions, because... Well, we all have to keep in mind, when they're on their own, they're on their own. And you trying to uh, legislate, dictate, rule, and everything on the phone, it's just like hitting Charlie Brown teacher. Well, wrong, 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 wrong. Do you hear me, boy? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Huh? What'd I say? Oh, my father, daddy, yeah, I had to throw him in the mood. <laughs> I know, man, been there before. But, yeah, but, you know, try to, just to drop something on you to, you know, to help you out, if you have not really spent a lot of time to to to, to teach them how to make proper decisions, I'm give you a couple things to kind of work on with them now, or even if they've already left, just kind of, you know, help you guys out. The first thing is try to have an honest conversation with your kids about the impact of their decisions. This is a good time for parents to use as a teaching moment to be transparent with yourself. Things that you've done right, things you're doing wrong, and just kind of let them know how the impact has been made. You know, you know, we're doing it. The things you, that worked out for you, the things that didn't work out. But have them and be honest with them about the impact. Yeah, this can cause you to lose your job. This can risk your life. This can get you where you can't do certain opportunities and everything. And just with doing it, you know, one of the biggest things I think with well, my generation, with probably the gold teeth. Yeah, okay. Then another after that with probably some of the tattoos. Things that probably come maybe been a little more acceptable. Right. Now, but again, you know, just had those kind of things we're doing it. Especially a lot of cats, you know, with those goals. Those goals just get uh restricted. A lot of folks uh we're doing that. And you know, I'm you know, just being honest right, with you. Right. So just understanding the impact of that. A lot of times parents couldn't necessarily get it to you because depending on where they were in life, it may not necessarily even been something that they even thought about. But just understanding that, you know, I think one of the things with uh, probably coming in with people in their 30s, maybe just the tattoos. Yeah. The high receptive people. Now, it's a little bit more common now. Not with on doing, your face, though. Huh? Not on your face. Well, you know, even when you talk about, you have some place that can be so conservative, they see any. Mm-hmm. You got to put them where you can cover them. Cover them up. You got to be versatile. I don't know how many tattoos. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't know I had as many as I got. But every last one of them can be covered up. The thought process is that and everybody can think that. But people not even thinking like that. They get them on their hands, their feet, their this, that, and that, their neck, and everything. And again, 
it's nothing wrong with that, but you got to be realistic about what kind of path you're trying to go to and how it's going to affect. That's why, again, I'm talking about the, how they're going to impact you or for how the decision is going to impact you. Because it's not that you're making a, a bad decision, but you may not be making the best decision for what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing you got to sit here and just drop. That's why I always tell my kids, like, look, it's not that anything is bad, but it's the path you're trying to go down. Right. Is that what they're doing? That's why I always try to just leave that in there with my kids. Because at the end of the day, if you're out in my house and you're grown, you're going to do what you want to do. Anyway, because you're out in my house. Exactly. But my my whole thing was, think of it like this. You know where you want to be. Think about how they look. Mm-hmm. And understand, will you be able to accept that we're doing that? Exactly. Somebody can say, well, you ain't got to follow the norm, this, that, and that. You have to follow that if you're going to try to go into their thing. Right. You have to. You can't go. I keep telling you, cannot go into somebody else's realm making rules. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's yours, maybe you can, whatever. Right. But when you're going in theirs with their rules, you got to kind of abide. Mm-hmm. Be it right or wrong, it is what it is. You know, again, that's a that's a debate people can have. But when you're trying to go to somebody, well, you can't judge your book by a cover. The hell they can't. Now, they don't mean they got the right judgment. But they can judge whatever they want to judge mm-hmm. because it's theirs. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Anybody, people are always going to, it's not It's not a right or wrong, but people are going to judge you how you look. Mm-hmm. Your name can be. Yeah. Your name, yeah. Well, they, hey, I, I get all my kids all the time. You get a lot of advantages because you're Deontay Burton's son. Mm-hmm. You could be really screwed. Because <laughs> you could Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You get a, you, you know, I know a lot of opportunities. My sons, have got, they didn't even get scrutinized. Oh, that's Poochie's son. Mm-hmm. He good. We know he's square. And, you know, to that point, man, just a lot. you just got to understand that. And that's why I think people really had to understand that, you know, we're trying to impact on the kids, decision-making, understand the impact of that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, if we start talking about decision-making, being able to assess certain situations. I think a lot of times we kind of even looking what we're going through right now with the riding and everything. I think people are making a lot of, and I like I said, again, we started the show. I think, I know there's a lot of frustration, but you can't make a decision where you can throw that garbage can at a police car. Next thing you know, you got a felony for for damaging public things Mm -hmm. or attacking an officer. And you really were just in the heat of the moment. And just say, okay, this is not probably the best thing for me to do in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And people are not always going to look at it. It can stop you from getting into school. It can stop you from getting into the military. Yeah. It can stop you from getting a job. Look, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't even a bad decision. Well, it was a kind of a bad decision, but I didn't do it on mm-hmm. purpose. I had a ticket. I got two tickets in the same week. Like, and I paid one. Uh-huh. I paid one. I, a I, tent ticket, I, Tent ticket. Uh, Okay. A tent ticket? One arm with no tent and yeah, one yeah. with no speed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, one was no tent and one was a speed ticket. Well, yeah, speed. And I paid the speed, but I didn't pay the tent. Mm. Mm. My, I'm sorry, I paid the tent. I didn't pay the speed. I forgot, uh-huh. all, I forgot all about it. And then, uh, my, then my job, they laid me off. So I really forgot about it. I'm thinking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Gotcha. Then go to court and then got got a got a bench got a uh, ferry to appear, license spent. Then I mean I really 
my mind was so gone with that uh -huh. i didn't think nothing about it we going, going to florida get pulled over get arrested because my license is suspended okay pay that friend pay get me out we do whatever whatever six years later to today <laughs> it came back to bite me in the ass not today but not really bite me in the ass but it it slowed the process of me getting a job just because that i had to show that i paid all that stuff but that's just it was just a it was just a ticket yeah so just imagine something that's not as bad yes yeah, something greater right just be digging it through it and stuff like that i mean it slowed my process down so much it took me a month to get what i was trying to get to just because i had to get the ticket i had to get to show the payment i had to get the receipts i had to get to show the spend the license i did i mean it was just so much i had to do then send it off then wait for them to reply back yeah and what keith and you just said it ain't like you so I ain't want to. Right. I just forgot. I had life going on. Right. And, and those are the kind of things, just so little things like that, throw so many people off. And like exactly. I said, we just got to be able to, you know, look at certain situations like, look, man, probably the best wise. We see a lot in these videos. Again, it's, again, I'm not trying to be an attorney, and I know some people know more about the law than I do, but I do think I got a PhD in common sense. I, I, I think I'm pretty smart when it just comes to stuff, but... Trying to have an argument with an officer, am I being detained? And I, this, I know my rights. You really not don't know your rights. And to be honest with you, you having a conversation with somebody that probably don't know your damn rights either. <laughs> so you're not really a lawyer. They ass ain't really a damn lawyer. They just know you've been a wise ass with them. And you banking on that you finna outsmart them. That they arrest you, take you in. You know you really ain't got time, the money to even pay for representation. So now, like, like Lab just said, so you get your car impounded. You had to go to jail, got to get bonded out, call your supervisor, hope they don't fire you. Then you forgot about the failure to appeal. Now your car got to sit in the damn impound another week. So you're paying $300 to get your thing out. You can't afford a lawyer to, to fight this stuff. So, you know, now you got to pay all kind of stuff. Then you can't pay that. Then you're on probation. All because you want to see him be Perry Mason. No. Hey man, get that man that ticket. That probation, you got to pay to be on probation. So it's an extra $38 plus whatever it is you got to pay. And you got to pay for the ankle thing again if you got to do that too. Especially if you can avoid it. It's too much. Now, if it's given to you, you can't do anything about it. But if you can avoid it, that's my whole point. We pull it out and run them everywhere. All my folks, like what we need. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, that's cool. So you say he could have been in that walking the green mile. Hey, hey, love. Yeah, I love. It was more like uh, he just got ticked. He probably just forgot about it, but we need this fine money because it's a small town. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, we ain't finna waste all this time with all this other crap. Just sit right here and call 
Getting it square. Right. But that's and, that, and that's the thing about it. Just something that you like I say it's innocent and get you in that situation. A lot of times people get caught up in that kind of stuff. So that was that was the thing I just want people to understand, just be able to assess some situations and be able to do it. Another thing is, and I think this is very, very keen. Again, we're talking about decision-making. Being able to think and reason. To just say, okay, listen, it is, in the grand scheme of things, that important for me to sit here and be raising hell or put myself in that stuff. Just being able to think. Yeah, 10 seconds of breathing. Somebody asks you a question or say something, taking a second to take it in and give a proper answer instead of the reactionary answer. Think and reason. Parents... I'm going to say this, and I think this is from the bottom of my heart. That's the most important gift you can give your child outside of love mm-hmm. is the ability to damn think. You have to push them to think. We make so many decisions for our children. They never learn how to think for themselves. And then when they start thinking for themselves, we judge them so much or we get so tense, we take that away from them and want to start back thinking. You have to let teach your child how to think. That's the most important gift you can give to your child because you got too many damn adults out here that do not know how to think. They know how to listen. They know how to damn follow. When I say listen, I mean we're more so here and follow. You got a gazillion videos on the internet Spin out propaganda. And folks believe every damn thing they see or everything they hear that they think is right. Anything on Instagram, Yeah, everything's reposted and shared. And it may be from three or four years ago, but there's no kind of, excuse me, thinking or analyzing this stuff whatsoever. And you be just sitting there saying it doesn't take too much to get, you know, get people enthralled. You sit here and see with the politicians. Well, you see a lot of times they go in some neighborhoods, and let's be real, a lot of times in white neighborhoods, they have town hall meetings and stuff like that. Black folks say, this guy, give y'all some turkey and ham at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Right. Bikes. And y'all good to go. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Oh, he loved us. He gave us some turkey and ham. You know what I'm saying? Have a hip-hop day. Mm-hmm. Y'all good to go. All the bullshit. Yeah. But they really? talking to us about our issues and what we need to solve. But we don't give a damn about that. We just want to be, you know, he came out there dancing. Mm. He came out there dancing. Y'all seen the man out there dropping it? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, okay. Shit. <laughs> I ain't saying no way. I ain't saying no way. I, I ain't saying no way. I'm never did the mayor of Atlanta did. I'm just saying in general and stuff like that. Right. You know, one mind saying her drop it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, I'm, but you know, to that point, just a lot of times. Uh, people just don't be thinking, mm-hmm. and they don't, they don't do that and everything. But I think that's probably. I think that's, whew, just that ability to sit here and just be able to reason and look at stuff. Well, what are different options? What this could happen? Why can we, you know, look at this a different way? Who parents, you got to spend some time. And if you don't do it, challenge yourself. Just learn how to think. Learn how to sit here and assess stuff and take information in, look, ask questions, and be able to make a proper decision. Because far too often people, we got a world full of followers that don't know they're following, and they just... You know, again, it's just going down because they don't know how to think. Mm-hmm. And so many of us 
some people just blatantly just follow. And some people just fall out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Because I believe him. So now we only got to do is get a celebrity. Mm. Or a musician. Or just somebody just to say that you like somebody handsome or, or, or pretty. To say stuff and people believe them. Without doing any kind of research or, or anything on their own. But you got to teach your child how to think. And like I said, if you don't know, teach yourself. Okay, that's the most important thing. Another aspect of that is know how to avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I grew up on the west side. And one thing about my granddaddy and grandmom, they, you know, again, you grow up, you know, your parents tell you quick, especially you grow, especially in a tougher neighborhood, you know, you know, you can't be no punk because you're going to say, can you avoid you, conflict on the west side? Well, well, well here's the deal. Mm. Like I always remember, <laughs> I'm telling my granddaddy rule. Mm. I'm telling tell my granddaddy rule. He said, you you try to walk away and get into it. But he, he said, he was stuck. You ain't always going to be able to turn the other cheek. Mm. You ain't always going to be able to turn the other cheek. Yeah. Well, well, even certain things and stuff like that, you know, it's coming because I understand politically correct thing now to tell the child to go tell the teacher. But you don't live in the classroom. Mm. And you get back to the neighborhood. You snitch. What you doing? I mean, you snitch or don't snitch. You might got to still deal with that joker. Right. Because you want to go to the park. You want to go up and down the street. You're not always going to be given that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, I got to seize them. I'm going to respond to you. You see what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to sit here and just have no debate with somebody. I'm, and, I, and, I, and I don't mean no harm. But why am I going to have a debate with somebody that I know don't know no damn better? Right. How you? I'm not going to have no heated debate about business with somebody that don't know that about no damn business. Yeah. If you ain't got no children. Yeah. If you ain't got no children, how the hell are you going to tell me how to raise children? If you ain't married, how you going to tell me how to yeah, exactly. So, I can hear your response, mm-hmm. but they don't need to go no further than that. Right. Because I already know I'm talking to a person that's saying stuff that they really don't know. They ain't experienced nothing. Yeah. The power is mine if I'm engaged or not. Mm-hmm. So, you have to be smart enough to know, just avoid the conflict. When somebody say something smart or say something ignorant to you, you'll be the bigger person. Yeah. I done been at parking lots, dudes. Where the F this, that, and that? Now, I got to go make me some money. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody approach me, you handle it. Mm-hmm. But I got to go make money. I ain't finna be sitting here with Mr. Dusty. Right. Fussing about no parking spot. Say you pump me, whatever. I got to go stuff to do. Right. You sitting here, you tell me somebody got nothing to lose. Right. Because when you folk bucket at people in public, especially this day and age, everybody got autism. I'm going to have that hand grenade. Right. So a fool stupid enough to talk to you, that let you know that anything, hey, they probably got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. But you know you got a family, you know you got to work, you know you got bills. Why engage in it? Right. Let them be. You living comfortable. Exactly. Let them be. Hey, cool to my top. probably mad because he got to fix somewhere to live at. Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. Sleeping in his car or whatever. There you go. And that's not you ridiculing nobody. That's you being aware of what the hell you got to damn do. So avoid the conflict. What what I read a book recently and it says it's not my responsibility how you uh it's not your responsibility my responsibility how you treat me or, or, or approach me, but it is my responsibility how I respond. Absolutely. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. All the way. And that's why I say shit. Go back where I said think. <laughs> why am I finna see an argument dude? Like I said, they have me in the park with dude sitting there like, hey man, he bagging about to hit my car, hunt my car. I ain't gonna hit you mother effer. Now, put your rollers run the down. <laughs> hey, bro, I thought you about to hit my car. All right. Now, he like, I ain't going to hit your car. This I ain't got time for that. I let it go from now. Uh-huh. Because, again, I, 
Me saying something, don't know what response I'm going to have. Right. I got bid to take care of. Right. I'm trying to get somewhere. I ain't got time Clayco pull up here and unlock both of us up. Because we're going to say, come on, man. No. No. Say what you say. All right, cool. Well, can't do that, and that, and I and, and I think that was one of the things we just have to know how to avoid it. Another key thing, it's going to be the last thing with that is again we're talking about uh, decision making. Sometimes know how to resolve conflicts. A lot of times, especially with men, we have our egos, mm, mm. and we don't necessarily want to feel like we lost an argument, mm-hmm. or lost a thing. Don't Sometimes, yeah, we learn in the military. Sometimes. You might lose the battle, but you win the war. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of your great, you know, I always challenge people to kind of, you know, read a lot and kind of look at, especially a lot of old war books, how you've seen from a tactical standpoint, how they may have, I want to say sacrificed, but gave up certain things to pivot around and take over these things. This is how a lot of stuff was mm-hmm. conquered or taken over. Even some things in business, they were like, okay, we're going to lose a little bit here to take over them. Mm-hmm. Or gain this knowledge to be able to do certain things. And Sometimes you have, with the conflicts, I might got to let Lab have a last word. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go on and let Lab take their deal or whatever and stuff like that. But with him doing that, they give us an opportunity to do certain other things. And just being able to resolve certain conflicts where instead of just saying, he tried to do this or she tried to do that and everything. And so many people get stuck. And I think minor stuff, they lose sight of the big picture. Mm-hmm. A conflict is going to be as big as you make it. Somebody mistreating you, somebody's harming you, different situation. Mm-hmm. But you're not necessarily getting what you want all the time. It's not necessarily a justifiable reason. And I think we teach our children that it's cool not necessarily getting a, if you don't get the last word. Mm-hmm. It's cool if you don't necessarily get it your way, but in the big picture, you're going you're gonna to be successful mm-hmm. in it. Because you might have that manager that's mean or they whatever, say certain things, but they're not mistreating you. They just got attitude problems. But you get an opportunity to get experience in doing these kind of things that's not stopping you from that. And I think that a lot of times kids are taught, so you ain't got to deal with this, you ain't got to deal with that. But on the flip side, parents have a solution mm-hmm. on how to do stuff in the big picture. You know, you sit here and say, hey, that coach was, that coach don't know what he's doing. He don't know how to coach and everything like that. Okay, well, ain't too many other schools be nothing dope to give you free tuition. Right. <laughs> you might need to just go yeah. with the coaching. Because yeah. if you yeah. can't handle that coach, I don't know what the hell you're going to do You know, out here in the real world. Because right. he ain't going to be the last supervisor you ain't going to damn like. <laughs> and that's the thing about it. Just really, you know, don't put so much into it. Understand what you're trying to do in life. And so, you know, well, you don't lose sight of that. And I think that, well, a lot of times people just, you know, need to really learn. First, you learn. How to resolve it. But I'll teach you how to resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't always got to engage it. You ain't always got to respond. But you do got to know how to navigate with it. Right. Because we're not, you know, this, we're not in the fairy tale world. That's true. You know, and everything ain't going to go your way. Again, it's changed a lot. Hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. Tonight's show was what your kid needs to know, what your child needs to know before they get on their own. And I hope that was, it was pretty informative to you. What I did, I gave you four things that I think every child should know before they get on their own. The first thing being, Knowing basic banking, the second is knowing basic credit, third being long, long practices, and fourth was I feel like is the most important uh, decision making. Uh, as always, we pretty much have a lot of you know maybe the outline of the show and information listed on there, but uh, make sure you know if you have any kind of 
questions or anything like that, as always, we put the links to uh, um, um, there are uh, all the different. Uh, the, I'm sorry, we put the links out of different websites that you guys can go to. You can always book an appointment if you say, "Hey, listen, Deontay, I need you to kind of help. You know, explain this to me better. You know, give me this information again. Kind of give me some more tips on, on how to do it." Number one, I will tell you to do is go, you know, subscribe to Changing Lives for all the information and videos for a lot of this information we talk about all the time. Subscribe on YouTube and subscribe on Facebook. Uh, if you want to go book an appointment, you know, I'm an accountant by profession. I own Majestic Business Services. Our web address is www.majesticbiz.com or you can give us a call at 678-479-4007. Remember, all links and information will be set on there. Um, to even book an appointment, even get those free appointments, depending on what you want want to do. They will be on there, but you can also just quickly go to the website uh, and book an appointment or down the scheduling link if you have any further questions for that. But I want you guys to make sure you're taking advantage of it. Even with some of the information we gave from a financial standpoint, subscribe to Mr. Short Dollar where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship. You can see Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube under Mr. Short Dollar or check us out on Facebook. Uh, to do that, you know, a lot of those videos that for free, we're going to be having the series rolling out in February where I'm going to be giving out, I'm probably once a month, probably going like on a Zoom interviewing one professional for probably about 30 minutes, maybe about people in real estate, finance, different different professions to kind of get an idea, you know, about what they do, the kind of money they, you know, make from that and everything. It's not to kind of be delving the folks' uh, business, mostly just get insight about different things on what's going on in the world. Uh, we'll be doing that starting in uh, July uh, with that Mr. Short Dollar. But make sure you go to both platforms, man. Subscribe. Got a lot of great information. I'm very, very accessible. I got a lot of uh, big passion for helping people out in the world, especially people in my community. You know, I love everybody, but everybody know I love my people. So please take advantage of, uh, of that and everything. Um, it's been a great. This is last. This is the last show for June. It's been an awesome June 2020. Again, we we grow we grow and grow each month with Mr. Short Dollar, with Mr. Short Dollar and changing lives. So I do, again, I want to thank, you know, first my producers who help me with everything from the behind the scenes stuff, but also you guys, man, um, the love and support. And like I said, you know, Saturday, man, when the gangsters said, <laughs> "Hey, man, <laughs> you motivate, it's motivated, it's motivated," and I was like, "Oh shit, that's all right." <laughs> You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And that ain't knocking nobody or anything. I know everybody look on stuff in the web, but I ain't necessarily say uh, uh, some of my stuff, some is interesting, some ain't. Mm -hmm. But just knowing that you, uh, you're making an impact on people. Right. Uh, it meant a lot. You know, it meant a lot to do that. So I appreciate all the love and support I'm giving, uh, I've received from you guys. Um, I do want to say, give you guys, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go through too much about what the tips I have. I want to get a friend of mine, uh, Orlando Burks. He's based in uh, Virginia. His son, Oren Burks, is number two for the Green Bay Packers. He's uh, one of my son's college teammates. And uh, Orlando, uh, the father, he has a, a company. God, I'm forgetting his company. But he does a lot with parents, you know, and, and students, you know, transition with high school, how to get scholarships, good study habits. But yesterday he drops information to me, just like a college check-in, back-to-school list. Again, I will be posting this. On the uh, YouTube channel description, you had this information. But I'm going to go through a quick list of some of these tips with a uh, uh, back-to-school checklist. And it was, uh, and I thought it was good information. One was a uh, plan for local shopping at college, 
how to help your kids set up a bank account. This for information that when kids going to college. A lot of your parents, you know, think you gotta add it yourself. Again, the checklist will be in the description on the YouTube channel. Uh, take cash. Make sure you register their card back with the school. You got a registry set up for people, you know, that want to donate and get stuff for your kid going to school. Uh, get some snacks for their room. I think that's very important very to have. Important. Uh, make sure from a cost saving standpoint that you are make uh, the adjustment that that child is now a college student. Mm -hmm. And um, see what kind of, you know, discounts you can get from that because they're not necessarily going to be in your home. See if you can get any kind of reduced rates for that. You know, even discounts you can have for their them being also a, a good student or not. You know, maybe discounts with that. Just make sure you've been proactive and reach out to your insurance company. Uh, which we're, we're talking with them. Uh, make sure, you, you know, super important. If you're 18 years old, make sure they register to vote. Make sure they register to vote. And uh, also, you know, be keeping an idea on the different tax holidays that you may have. You can take advantage of where you need to buy supplies and schools and stuff like that. So, again, that list will be on there for some useful tips for parents. We've got kids going off to college. I hope we gave some great information to you guys tonight because I love sharing information. I love being impactful. Again, we talked about things your child need to know before they get on their own. Hope it helped you guys. Thanks for the great and fantastic month of June. Look forward to dropping some more information like this on the month of July. Keep following us, keep subscribing, and keep telling people about us also. Take care of yourself. Love you guys, and see you next week.